Alright, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready? Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Nikki's Thoughts Podcast. I am your girl, A. Nicole, and I would like to welcome you, especially to my um, seasoned listeners and to my new listeners, too. Welcome, 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 welcome. So welcome or welcome back. Um, I hope everyone is having a great day, a great week, wherever I caught you um, in this podcast. Um, we are at the end of Mercury Retrograde. Um well, we're still in the shadows. It's over, but we're still in the shadows um, until um, mid-April. But I will say that this Mercury retrograde has whooped my ass. Um, my car was in the shop maybe like five or six times in one week. It's still um, fucked up, but it's just sitting outside. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to keep, you know, like picking it up from the car place, the mechanic, and then on the way home, I got more lights coming on because I don't know what's going on. So I'm just going to wait until retrograde is over and then I'll take it in. So um, I'll either take it in tomorrow um, or the day after. I'm not sure. Um, I would like to say that uh, with this retrograde that just went by, um, I started to get like a lot of ghosts from past, um, past lives. Or, or past relationships, unions that were, um, like, serious or even, like, you know, maybe a guy that I went out on a date or two with and just didn't work out, um, but they were, like, coming at me hard, and, um, like, this time around, well, it was the same way before, but, like, I would just be like, oh, I feel bad. But this time around, it was like, no, I don't got time for it. Mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. I'm not even going to entertain the thought of, hmm, do I want to press the reset button? Just no thank you. Hmm, no thank you. You know, or, you know, um, with one, it was like, you know, well, I just want to be a part of your life, you know, in any capacity or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll think about it. You can be a part of my life in any capacity from over there. You know, I'll think about that. And then not as soon as he said that, it was back to the bullshit. And I went to the text, to our thread, um, from when he said, you know, hey, I want to be a part of your life, any capacity, if you'll allow me. And, you know, I'm just so frustrated with myself and how I always fuck shit up between us. I don't know how I do it. And this, that, and the third. And, like, as soon as... He showed me that, no, you haven't changed. I just went right back up to the text um, blurb where he said all of that. And I just, on my iPhone, users know this. I did the thumbs up, the emphasis, like, yep, and you wonder why. And it was just open and shut. And then when he tried to come back a week later, no, thank you. You don't even get a response from me. And I know that I'm, like, over something where, because I'm quick to block. It's like, hey, I don't even need to block you. I don't even, I'm done. I, I can block you with the energy that I give you back, which will be none. Like, no. So um, this virtual grade was just, was just showed me my growth. Showed me that, you know, this is what you could have been dealing with. Um, this is how far you've come. Um, uh, Kingston's um, great-grandmother passed on my ex-husband's side. And I took him down to South Carolina for the funeral. And I was able to, like, see, like, the, the itty-bitty apartment that we lived in. 
um, when I was working two jobs and when I was going to grad school, even undergrad, um, I was able, Patrick went with, with, with me, excuse me, to tell the story about, you know, um, how I, I, I was, I was like scrimping and scraping as a single mom. You know, we went to a restaurant, a soul food restaurant, and he was asking me about the salmon or something on the menu. It was one of my favorite restaurants that I would go to when I would treat myself. And like, I would be like, no, I don't know anything about the salmon because I could never afford it. I could just afford the special. And so just showing how far I've come, like I can walk up and like, <laughs> She give me three, give me three salmons, give me three this, you know, whatever. And like, you know, I used to live here or I used to work here or I remember when I couldn't afford this. Or I remember when I couldn't do that. So this retrograde has been so eye opening for me. Like I wasn't even tripping about my car, you know, because I know that's part of it. Um, communication and, you know, car malfunctions, whatever. But I was looking at the, how far I've come, where I used to be, where I'm not going and people who have had me fucked up, how it's just like, you know what, stay in the past. So um, for my people out there who may be just getting the grasp of Mercury retrogrades or may just be hearing about it, um, I just want to say it's not supposed to be a a detrimental, just just vibe killing, just I'm just going to snatch your soul. If you look at the message in these things, you will be you will be great. If you look at what it's trying to teach you, if you if you look at things, how you're supposed to, if you look at the lessons that the university university, excuse me, the universe is trying to show you, um, you'll be fine and you'll be able to have that aha moment. You'll be able to have epiphanies. You'll be able to see how far you come and you'll be able to say, I'm not going back. Uh, you know what? Mm -mm. I'll, I'm not wasting no more time with this situation or this individual. I'm not I'm not exerting any more energy, unnecessary energy. Just let it go. So um, I'm extremely proud of myself. And I'm extremely proud of all of you all because I post about it on, if you follow my sisterhood page on Instagram, it's at uh, um, it's a tribe called Sis. And I've been talking about that. And I always walk all my sisters through um, like the retrogrades. And I, I, I walk my sisters through um, if we're like in Pisces season, what that means, Aries season, what that means. Um, just letting them make the connection between, you know, where they are and, um, you know, where we are with the universe and their situations or their circumstances. So they know it's not a personal attack. Like you think it is. It's not a poor me or whatever that you, it's for a reason. <laughs> so this is what you need to tap into. So, um, special shout out to all of my sisters, um, from my sisterhood page at a try. Um, who are also listeners and also from my main page, which is Nikki's Thoughts. So if you are a new, um, where I kick the knowledge and I kick, you know, ratchet shit, all types of stuff. I'm like your one-stop shop um, for everything. So um, I have a few plugs that I want to say before we get started. Um, first of all, I want to say rest in peace to um, Nipsey um, Hustle. I got the news about his death today. And I think that that's probably why I sound so monotone and I'm just not my perky self, um, that shit like really affected me. Like I know him, like, I'm just like, I'm still kind of like, mm -hmm, I kind of like had to push myself to do this podcast. Like <sighs> just senseless shot six times, um, outside of um, his clothing store, um, in, in, um, California father, 
um, rapper, entrepreneur, on his way to be a real estate mogul. Um, he was set to um, do a documentary on Dr. Sebi, um, who you all know, or maybe you haven't known this. Um, he cured um, HIV or AIDS, excuse me, and um, also cancer with his diet. And he was a big target um, in mainstream or or, or with the, the, the powers to be or so, because if you understand um, medicine, you understand that it is a money-making business and it is not to make us better. No, if I make you better, you're not going to keep coming to buy my medication. Or if I make you better, you're not going to come vis- keep coming to visit me. Med- the word of medicine is a money-making um, empire. It's an industry. So when you have people who come and they have these cures for these um, diseases, um, these ailments, these illnesses that are multi-billion dollar money-making machines, like um, the the cost to to control HIV, the cost to control AIDS, the cost to keep people living and eating cancer, it is expensive. So while a lot of people think, oh, um, finding the cure for AIDS or finding the cure for cancer, you know, I'm just going to be this celebrated person and everybody's going to love me. No, Mm-mm. because you're taking money. You're taking money from me. You come in into you coming into my house and you're taking food off of my table. And I don't like that. So, you know, Dr. Sebi, um, he is vegan. He was vegan. Excuse me. Rest in peace for him. And um, he had came up with um, diets and he was working with people who had certain illnesses, certain ailments, certain diseases, people who were told that, you know, um, they were going to die. People who were told that they needed to pay for these expensive medications and all of these things. And no, if you eat this, you know, if you if you if you um, follow an alkaline diet, you know, um, cancer cannot exist there. If you if you follow an al- alkaline diet, excuse me, um, this can't exist there. That can't exist there. So you know that he was a target, and um, there was a lot of controversy surrounding his death too. You know, maybe not a lot of noise being made because he was an older gent, you know, elderly gent. But um, you know, and there are a lot of conspiracy theorists that are saying that you know Nipsey's death had. Um, a lot to do with him wanting to um, do the documentary on um, Dr. Sebi's trial um, that he had in 1985, which he won. And then he went to the Supreme Court the next day and won that one, too. So um, whatever whatever it is, we, 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 we lost a brother, we lost a father, we lost a son. So um, rest in peace. Um, death just hits me hard now, especially as I open my spiritual door more and more and more. Like, I don't even have to know the person. I'd be, like, affected by it. I told my mom that I might be the uh, the elderly lady who goes to like all the funerals in the neighborhood and collect everybody's obituary and stuff. People like she never met before because just like impact, like just take on all that shit. Like I just can't imagine. And then with me losing my sisters and, you know, me having deaths in my family, it's just, yeah, I can't imagine. So rest in peace um, to the young king. Um, I will be... In Jamaica this week, uh, I will be away for 
um, a little bit, almost two weeks. I just need to rest, relate, and release. Um, if you all are following my Nikki's Thoughts page, I surprised um, Patrick with the um, tickets. He thought that we were going to Miami for his birthday. Nah, no, we're going to Jamaica. And he's always wanted to go. Him growing up in Brooklyn, um, you know, just, just he couldn't imagine going. And I just wanted to do something special for his um, 30th birthday and celebrate him. So, and then... Also, I'm going to go down there and get products and everything for my uh, Black Sauce brand. Um, and that's another plug. Um, make sure that you're following my store at Black Sauce Brand. I have new um, products that I have dropped. Um, I have a, a, a Big Dick Energy Scrub, Big Dick Energy po uh, Potion. I have some Goddess Glow Oil, um, Yoni Eggs, Yoni Steam, all types of things. So go ahead and check that out on Instagram. We're Black Sauce Brand. The website is www.blacksaucebrand.com. So I will be out of the loop, but I'm going to try my hardest to record ahead of time um, so you all can have something dropping on those two Mondays that I will be out. Do, 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 do. Tickets are on sale for my I Just Want My People to Heal. I will be in D.C. April the 27th, and I will be in New York City, Brooklyn, on um, May 18th. And um, this is an event that I do for my brothers and my sisters where we talk about um, anything, anything. Nothing is off the table. We talk about relationships. We talk about parenthood. We talk about mental health. We talk about just bridging that gap between um, black men and black women. So um, it's, it's, it's going to be bomb. Um, you can get your tickets on www.ijustwantmypeopletoheal.org. Make sure you're following the Instagram page, which is I Just Want My People to Heal. And yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, this week, I want to talk about um, getting over a breakup. My last podcast episode, I talked about forgiveness and like, I got like a rash of, um, people who emailed me, um, DM me and was like, you know, well, can you forgive somebody after they've broken up with you? Um, how do you move on from breaking up? All right. I'm, 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 I'm going to work on forgiving, but like, how do I move on? So I was like, you know, um, Maybe I should break this forgiveness piece down a little bit. Maybe I should talk about recovering from a breakup. And maybe even next week, I'll talk about recovering from cheating. Um, whether you want to stay or whether you want to, um, you know, keep it moving. So this week, I will just discuss, go over ways that you can get over a breakup. And, you know, it is a process. And I always say with all processes, we have to respect it. We have to respect the process. So, again, this week, we will be talking about ways to get over a breakup. So, let's get into the topic, shall we? <laughs> so, breaking up, it, 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 it's, it's a hard thing. It's a hard pill to swallow. Um, and it sucks, you know. And even if, you know, you weren't in love with the person or or even if you wasn't really feeling the relationship, like when you're splitting up with somebody that you've spent a significant amount of time around, it can be very twisting. It can be very confusing and it can be, you know, very painful. You know, um, it's one thing to be the dumper, the one who's like, I, I'm done with this shit and I'm, I'm out of here because you've come to the realization. You've already gone through the process of I don't want this person in my life. 
you know, and, 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 and basically you have exercise autonomy. You have exercise full control over, you know, removing yourself and removing that person in essence. On the contrary, on the contrary, even, you know, even though you may deal with some anxiety about how they may take it or you may feel kind of awkward, you might think that they, you know, might blow up on you or whatever, um, it's a little bit different when you're the person that's getting dumped. And I don't want to say this to say that, you know, all people who are the dumper, if you will, in the situation, they're just heartless and they're cold and they, you know, they, they're just icy or whatever, because you can dump someone or break up with someone and have a heart. You can dump someone and break up with someone and still care about them. You've just come to a realization that you do not want to move further with them in your life. So I don't want you all to think that, um, if you dump somebody, you're just a heartless individual because that is definitely not the case. And that's definitely not um, where I'm trying to take this, you know, especially if you love someone. Nobody who loves someone wants to see them in pain. I don't care if the relationship is over. So, you know, even if you're sitting there contemplating dumping someone, um, don't think that you're heartless. And maybe I should do a podcast on that, how to dump, you know, <laughs> maybe I should. So um, back to being the dumpy. So when you are the person that's getting dumped, this is just a different level. This is just, especially when you've been dumped out of the blue by somebody who you have just been head over heels in love with and you feel like you are just blindsided. Like, you know, wait a minute. Like, I thought we were in love, especially if you were making plans to be, you know, together forever, um, you know, or took vows or, you know, um, maybe you wanted to speak to them about that. Maybe you saw them as somebody who just forever. And like, in essence, they're like, no, this is not forever. It's, it's, it's until right now and you got to go. So, um, we think about when we think, when we equate, um, breaking up and recovery, you know, we have a vision of, you know, eating chunky monkey ice cream, watching Wait to Exhale, or going out to shoot some hoops, and all of that, um, and like, we're good, you know, some, some girl time, or some boy time, and, you know, put on a fucking girl dress, fucking girl, fucking going to the, to the, to the club, or, you know, taking you some nice little selfies, beating your little face, showing that you are right, and snapping this, and snapping that, no, while that is cool to do, that's temporary, and if you're out here jumping into a new relationship while you haven't um, dealt with the hurt and the pain, you're going to take that shit in a new relationship. You're just going to prolong it. You're just going to be adding that shit on top of sugar. So do not do that. Let's not do that. So the first step that we have to do um, when we're dumped, and I say we, I don't think I've ever been dumped before. When did I think about that? I mean, it ain't like, you know, I, I expect a cookie or a fucking um, metal, but I just thought about that. I said we, I sounded so weird. So the first thing that needs to be done is you have to accept how you feel. You have to accept that feeling of emptiness. So the moment that you realize you've been dumped by the, lo the love of your life, it could feel like a death, you know? And the key is to allow yourself to embrace the grief if you ever want to move past it. Again, breaking up is very similar to death because it is, in fact, the death of a relationship. So I always like to say this, um, like when I got a divorce and I filed, you know, I, I 
realized that this was not something that I wanted to do, especially for the rest of my life. I had a few aha moments and it was just like, no, I don't have to deal with this shit. Like I literally woke up one day and was like, I fucked them vows. I, I don't, I don't have to take this just because I said something to you, you know, um, uh, across from a judge at the justice of peace. No, I don't give a fuck if I was across the pastor at a chapel or at a church. No, I don't have to deal with this shit. And I'm, I'm a, I'm a, a very tender aged 20, what was that? 25, 26 year old young lady. Oh, you got me fucked up. No. However, um, just the, just the feeling of, you know, damn, like my marriage is over or damn, like I'm, I'm really getting away from this shit or damn, you know, like that. That, that feeling of uncertainty, especially when um, I have spent so much time with this individual, I share a child with this individual, it was like a death in the family. And I always say that breaking up, particularly marriage, is like a the biggest mindfuck. Because when people die, like when our loved ones die, we know they're gone. We know that we can't ever see them anymore. We know that we can't ever talk to them anymore in this life. You know, we understand that that's it. Nail in the coffin, if you will. However, when we break up with people, they're dead to us. But we know these motherfuckers are still walking around. We know that, you know, we can still reach out and touch them. We know that we could still have access to them. So it is like the biggest mindfuck if you think about it. So what I want you to do is for at least a couple of days, perhaps a week, remember the good times. And allow yourself to cry. You know, well, you know, we 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 we're taught that when we when we're breaking up is automatically fuck you. You know, and uh, I'm cutting you off and I'm shutting down. Why? No, it is a process, and like I said, with all processes, we have to respect them. So allow yourself time to process the loss. Allow yourself time to grieve. You know, shit. Have exorcism. Do whatever the fuck you need to do, but get that up off of you, right? Till next, cut off all fucking contact. I'm going to tell y'all this shit. I'm going to perk up a little bit. Hold up, Nip. Cut off all fucking contact with these people. Now, now, I did an episode on soul ties, right? I did an episode on soul ties that y'all might want to go to if this is something that is serious, if this is something that you feel like there's a tie to, because I understand, you know, um, some, some, some motherfuckers have their hooks in on us, as my mom would say. That nigga got his hooks in on you, Nicole. So I get that. But you have to cut all contact with these people. If you don't, you're just going to keep pushing reset. Reset, and y'all know how I feel about that reset button. You know? So. There is an ideology that absence make the heart grow fonder. That is bullshit when we come with breaking up. No, 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 no. Absence is exactly what your ass need to do to cool off, you know, to recalibrate yourself, to recalibrate your boundaries, um, to adjust to your new life as single this or single that or whatever. And process, most importantly, the change in your relationship. And the perspective that comes with it, you know, um, this means no emails. This means no text messages, no phone calls, no social media messages. Unfollow them. Now, some people might say block them. If you want to do that, do that. What, what the fuck do you need to see them for? 
No, and even if you 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 want to still be friends, and we break up and we still be friends, you still need to allow yourself that time to get your shit together, to get your life. And that means no contact. How can you recover from not having somebody in your life anymore and have them in your life still? How? No, you can always come back and be friends. You can always come back and refollow. You can always come back and reconnect as friends. But right now, for the sake of getting over, you need to break all fucking contact. And I mean that. And don't let nobody say, oh, you bitter. Uh, oh, fuck that. I be bitter. But I'm over here bitter fucking getting good. I'm over here bitter fucking recovering. So don't allow nobody to tell you that. And God forbid you see these motherfuckers up on their social media with another motherfucker. God forbid you you call them. And you can't get them. And then your mind is racing. What they doing? Well, who they with? Oh, what's going on? God forbid you text them and they're not answering your text messages like they, they used to. Or if they just honest as fuck and you still calling them or whatever. And they telling you, yeah, I got a date. Or yeah, I'm about to go so-and-so. Or I'm about to go do so-and-so. I'm about to meet up with so-and-so. Then what? You can't blame nobody but yourself. Because why are you even still connected to them in that way? Because at this point, it affects you. Now, maybe six months down the road, a year down the road, when you talk to them and they're like, oh, you know, I'm going out to the club tonight. It won't it won't feel nothing. You won't feel no way. Or if you call them and they don't answer, you won't feel no type of way. But right now, in the year of our Lord today, don't do that. Chill out. So when you break up with someone, let's also remember this. Your emotions are all over the place. Scatterbrain like a motherfucker. And you will likely miss them desperately and overlook all the reasons why the breakup happened in the first place. Just so you can have them there with you again. And we don't need that. When you break up with somebody, you are vulnerable. When you wake up with somebody, you over here think about the good times. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about when motherfucker cheated on you for the last time. You're not thinking about when, 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 when homegirl, I don't know, keyed your shit up or whatever she did or whatever that's comparable to that. You're not thinking about that. You're only thinking about the good times because your mind is trying to grasp or trying to hold on to what it's used to, what it's familiar with, what it's comfortable with. And that is the presence of this person. So you need to put some motherfucking separation and some space in between y'all two. That's what you need to do. Next, you need to feel your feelings. <laughs> and I know that I am a Virgo telling you this, and we are known for not having feelings or not expressing them or not living in them. And I get it. 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 But you can um, go through your feelings some other type of way. Like with me, I go through my feelings through writing about shit, expression. You just have to find a means to ex- let it out, an outlet. So if you're one of those people, you know, I know Aquarius are the same way, where Taurus is. Well, Taurus is, I like to hold on to motherfucker. That's a motherfucker that, that, that's on this retrograde with me. Still, oh, if I could just in any type of way. And, and he probably listening to this podcast right now. But yeah, so feel your feelings. Um, You have to feel them until you're done feeling them. That makes any sense. Um, Sometimes raw feelings, especially after a breakup, can get overwhelming. Right. And we have to have that that outlet, you know, because when you go through a breakup, you experience very particular feelings, Um, sadness, anxiousness or anxiety, excuse me, 
um, anger, hurt, betrayal. And these things influence the way you think. Oh my God, it was all my fault. We we get the we play the, the self blame game. We play the self doubt game. Our self confidence goes low. Our self esteem goes low. Well, she wouldn't have left if I had did this. He wouldn't have left if I would have been more so like this girl, or if I would have worn this, or if I would have if I would have lost weight, or if I would have done this or whatever. So we gotta channel them feelings, boo. We gotta get them feelings out. And you know. It, I, you know, I'm, I'm a big advocate of therapy, you know, but if that's not something that you want to go into right now, self-expression, please go take up a dance class, go write, you know, do some theater, you know, scream it out, get your ass in the gym, you know, get into a boxing class, something where you can, um, release them, release those feelings because you don't want to avoid or suppress your feelings. You don't. You don't want to avoid or suppress your emotions, you know, so talk about it. Um, have you a friend who, you know, will probably not be biased, who, you know, will probably listen. Now, well, I told you stop fucking with that motherfucker. Or, I told you stop fucking with that chick or whatever. Someone who will really listen to you so that you can process your feelings. Because if you don't let them out, they're going to be in there for the next relationship. They're going to be in there for the relationship after that. And you ever dated somebody and you feel like they're just taking everything out from that last relationship on you? You know why? Because they did not allow themselves to process their feelings. So they're going to dump all that shit on you. It's going to come out. It's going to come out. And it's going to come out in very unhealthy ways. So just get it over with and feel your feelings. Next, I want you to challenge your negative thoughts. And that's another thing. It's crazy to be a Virgo because, you know, we live in our head. So um, when we are sad, sometimes we have a knack for making ourselves sadder. Have you ever, <laughs> especially when you was a kid, been crying about some shit and you just in your little crying spell and you see that shit start to taper off and you might think about some other shit that make you, that make you sad and then you didn't press the reset button on the crying and the tears are just fresh. <sighs> yeah. Stop it. So when you start to allow yourself to feel um, sad feelings, um, especially after being, being, being thought. I mean, dumped, excuse me, um, and just, you know, wallow in these negative feelings. You just bought yourself a one-way ticket to crazy town. You just bought yourself a one-way ticket to um, an amusement park with no amusement, a theme park of, you know, horrible thought patterns. And it's going to be the only person on that roller coaster is you. Only person is you. You know, um, when we think about a sad thing, it, it just like opens the door to other shit, you know, we, we, that, that may have made us sad or that might make us sad. We start thinking of this, you know, we think about a breakup. Then we think about who they might be with right now, who we might see them with. We start thinking about, oh, if I run into them at the Walmart, oh, if I run it, we just make ourselves sad, 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 sad. So we have dumped more negative thoughts on top of the thought of the breakup. So we don't need to do that. So the first thing is we got to check our negative thoughts. You know, we got to train our brain. Like we're not doing that shit. Yes, process your feelings 100%. But that negativity shit, them thoughts, then wow, wow, wow. No, we're not doing that shit. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Those cookies are not for the fucking taking, sis. 
Okay. Okay. So kitty, kitty, baby, get that thing some rest. We're not doing that. Um, don't buy into the thoughts that emerge. You know, challenge predictions about the futures. Correct distortions in your beliefs. And slowly but steadily re-engage with the world. When you start thinking about, oh, what if I see him out with another chick and, you know, I'm looking busted or whatever, it challenge that shit. Oh, no, because I always look fucking good. Oh, well, you know what then, bitch? You won't be on 10 when you walk outside that door every motherfucking day. Okay? Oh, well, what if I, what if, I don't know. I can't even think of no damn uh, crazy thoughts, but y'all know what I'm saying. Whatever you think of that's the worst thing that could happen, you think about the best thing that can happen or how you can avoid that. You know, and retrain your mind to think about the move on. Retrain your mind to think about the breakthrough, not the breakup or the worst things that's going to happen in the breakup. So I want you to reach out to your social supports. Make plans that get you out of the house. Exercise and eat well. Return to healthy sleeping habits. Take risk again, especially when it comes to dating. Don't you sit your ass in that house and bust down the motherfucking, uh, uh, Krispy Kreme donuts and then potato chips. And now, now, now you didn't put on weight. Now you sad and you chunky. Now what? Now you adding stuff. Why? Get motherfucking healthy. I always say success is the best revenge. You know, success is the best revenge. If you, if you feel like, you know, I'm not saying that being dumped is wrong because or you feel wrong by it. Because like I said, People who do the dumping, they're not bad, you know, or sometimes they are assholes. But why are you going to self-destruct as a means of recovering from that? That don't hurt nobody but you, boo. Now, your ass then put on these 10, 15 pounds and these 20 pounds. Now, you feel worse. You know, now your knees hurting when you're coming up the motherfucking steps. You got tendonitis of the ankles and shit. You know, why this person then on, then, then moved on with they shit. Why? So we're not going to do that. We're going to reconnect with our community. We're going to reconnect with our friends. You know, them, 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 them same girlfriends that you was kicking to the curb uh, to spend time with this man. Yeah. Go ahead over there with them and be like, girl, look, my apologies. You same boys that you was kicking to the curb to lay up with her, hang out with them. You know, t- surround yourself with people who support you. Surround yourself with people. I'm the type of friend. I, I don't want to see you down. You know, I'm the friend that everybody comes to when they go through breakups. I'm the friend that everybody comes through, comes to when they're going through the motherfucking going through. Not just because of my educational background, but I'm a solutions-based friend. Girl, we're not even going to do that. No, 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 we're not talking about that. No, 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 no. Or no, we're not going down that road. We're doing this, you know, or put that goddamn hot dog down and get this motherfucking yogurt. Or no, no, sis, you're not doing that. You're doing this. So get you friends that's going to keep you accountable, that's going to check you, you know, that's not going to bring cake to your goddamn pity party. That's not going to bring, you know, uh, more problems and more problems and more problems to your damn blackboard of problems already on the motherfucking board. No, no. You want somebody that's going to come up to that board with you, pick up a motherfucking piece of chalk and start busting down the motherfucking problems. Okay, we're going to break down this problem by and X equals you got me fucked up because we're not doing this shit. Okay? So please reach out to your support. Challenge. H- have them help you challenge your negative thoughts. Don't you sit and wallow in them negative thoughts. You will go down a rabbit hole. And the only person down that rabbit hole is you. It's you. 
Next, be brutally honest with yourself. The only effective way to challenge your thoughts is with brutal honesty. This is the portion of breakup recovery that a lot of people call ripping off the band-aid because it hurts. It sucks. And it's the only way out of this funk that your ass is living in. So to process the breakup more quickly, you have to be brutally honest about why it occurred. Just because you love somebody, it don't mean that you're compatible or that you have a future together. Chances are this breakup happened for a good ass reason. And if it didn't happen now, it would have happened down the line. You know, it would have happened, you know, like a lot of times we run away. We know that a person ain't fucking good for us. We know that we can do better. We know that we wasting our time. We know all of that shit. And we just allow ourselves to just keep fucking with them. Keep fucking with them. Keep fucking with them. You know, and you get out and you get out and you get out and you don't take them. You get out after out after out and you don't take them, you know, and then you looking up one day and you, you, his baby mama, you looking up one day and you, her baby daddy, and then you stuck with this motherfucker for the rest of your life, but you didn't had outs where you could have left well enough a fucking loan. You got out. Look at the beauty in that. It ended. And if you're really honest with yourself, was this really the person for you? Was this really the him for you? Was this really the her for you? Were you settling? Hmm? Were you settling? You know, did you you have your spidey senses or your intuition tell you, nah, this ain't the right girl? Or nah, this ain't the right boy? Sometimes the universe makes, um, makes us break up. Sometimes the universe steps in, you know, and it'd be like, yo... You got to tell her that you, you out because you ain't for her. Or you got to tell him you out because you ain't for, for her. Or whatever the fuck I just tried to say. You got to tell him you ain't out because you ain't for him. Yeah, bam. Because you're not for him. You know? So look at, be honest. All of the breakups that I have had, let me tell you, let me tell you something. They were not for me. They were not for me. And that was one of the things that I really had to realize in my marriage. Like, He's not for me. And I told him that you are not the him for me and I am not the her for you. And I do not want to fuck up that process because it would not be fair for either of us. I'm going to release you so you can find whoever the fuck is out here for you. And I'm going to do the same, you know, and you might not understand it now because he was bitter now. You might not understand it now, but maybe one day you'll thank me. You know, and no, 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 because, you know, it's supposed to be till death do us part, nigga, you dead. You dead to me. Ashes to fucking ashes. I didn't burn your candle. You dead. You got to go. So think about that. Be honest with yourself. Really break this relationship down. Really break that person down. Ooh, are you really missing anything? Uh, Is this really the person for you? Chances are the answer is no. Okay. Next, (laughs) my favorite, boo do you, okay? We didn't cry our eyes out. You know, we probably didn't forgotten to bathe. And you know, it it, it may seem like nothing can comfort you more than, you know, wallowing in the pain, wallowing in the, the hurt, you know? But you got to break through that funk, baby, because your mental health depends on it. So do something new. Get a new haircut. 
You know, they always say, you know, when a woman changes her hair, when a woman cuts her hair off, oh, she about to grab life by the horns and nothing's going to be the same. And I'm saying this as I'm running my motherfucking hands through my motherfucking, uh, temp fade or whatever the hell this, this haircut is that I got, that I got this summer. Cause I don't know for those who've been following me for a minute, it wasn't until I got this cut that here comes the hot stamp, but not even that one. It was return of the motherfucking mat. That was fucking me when I got that haircut. And I was already motherfucking bad. I was already on the ones and twos of, of entrepreneurship, but it wasn't until I got this cut, baby, baby. But I'm in the process of um, growing my hair back. I saw my little sister yesterday, and she had these long braids, these long little um, uh, Marley twists. And I was like, oh, I missed them. So um, between us, us us, podcast guys and gals, I will be growing my hair back. So y'all won't be seeing me in some wigs uh, until, I, until it grows uh, in for me to get some grip going on back there on the sides. So do you, you know, cut your hair, you know, do something different. Use the breakup as an opportunity to strike out in your own world. And now you can discover new hobbies and interests that make you feel better and more confident in yourself. You know, now you are you 2.0. You're stepping into a new chapter. And in this new chapter, we got new characters. In this new chapter, we got new settings. We got new vocabulary. We got new everything. So stop wallowing in the past and of what was and recreate. Bounce back. You know what I mean? Cut your hair. Or or do dye your hair. You know, put in a track or two. I don't know. Get, get, get a, with, the, with the lace. Get, get something. Switch some shit up. You know? Buy you a new pair of shoes. Go go on a vacation. Go get a a, a, a chemical pill on, on you know on your face. Exfoliate a massage something. Try a new hobby. You know, check out that store that you always wanted to go through. Or a game or something. Get your ass back out there. And that brings me to my next bullet point. So, I'm not saying that y'all got to sign up for a dating website. You know, with, with tears still coming down your face like Nino Brown. Uh, you know, I don't want you to be logging on to Tinder crying and shit. Or, or creating a Plenty of Fish account crying and shit. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that, especially if you're not ready. But I do want you to make an effort to spend time with people that you care about, okay? Because this is a very crucial point because it assists in bringing back a sense of normalcy to your life, especially if you're one of the people that didn't cut off all your friends when you get into a relationship. You better hope they still want to be your friends. Because if I'm one of those friends, I don't want, no, 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 you need to hit that motherfucker up. No, we're not friends. Remember, he broke us up. You know, now you're dealing with two fucking breakups, okay? So... When you bring <laughs> your support system back in your life, it also reminds you that you have people that are in your corner who love you. You know, you have people who support you. Yeah, you might have lost this one motherfucker, but you got a gang of people that love you and support you. So go out and have a good time. And even if you're quote unquote not ready, you know, you, you don't have to date. Just go out, hit up a hookah lounge, you know, hit up a, a, a bar. You know, go go to a music festival with some homegirls. You know, go go shoot some hoops with some homeboys. You know what I'm saying? Get your ass out there and restore normalcy back to your life, especially as a single person. Okay? You can take a trip and do something entirely new. I got clients all the time. They break up. They go to Greece, Europe, 
Africa, you know, by themselves. And they talk about how just that sense of independence and just that sense of exploring something new, finally having something, you know, it's been so long since I've, I've had something that I didn't share with a man or with a woman. So that helped me catapult into what, like, wow, this is my life as a single person and I'm grabbing life by the horns. So take a trip. You know, um, go to new places, meet new people, have fun, be happy that you're free and alive. It's, it's, it's graveyards and hospitals full of people who wish that they had the opportunity to get their ass out and live. And you over here squandering it over what? Over what? You know, um, you will have good days and you will have bad days, but you got to take each day and know that it will get better as time goes by. Just don't wind up in another undesirable relationship to replace the old. Please, I can't stress that enough. Don't take your raggedy ass out there and try to find you another man or another girl and you ain't healed yet. It's not fair to them and it's not fair to you. It's not fair to them because they don't deserve that shit, especially if they come into the table, you know, with healed shit and, you know, they're ready for a relationship and all of that and you over here. You know, with your your unavailable bullshit. That's not fair. What if that was you? Don't get into another relationship. Like I said, get healthy. Get in that gym. Recreate yourself. You know what I mean? Live you some good life. Do that. You know, give yourself time to heal. All right? And lastly, look toward the future and do not look back. So, this can be said, especially after a really bad breakup, because it may seem impossible to think that you'll love again. Maybe you were betrayed, cheated on, uh, whatever else. And you're just like, I don't want to get married again. I don't want to get in a relationship again. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. And you just hurting your fucking self because while you over here talking about, I don't want to that person, you look up and this person you hear he engaged or she engaged or she about to have a baby or he about to have a baby. Life then went on for them, but you sitting here talking about, I don't want to. Why? You just hurting your fucking self. Yes, you will love again. This is not the end of the world. Think about your last breakup. Think about your, your high school sweetheart, your first love that you had a bad breakup with and here you are, you know, Two, 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 three, four relationships down the road. I have many more relationships down the road surviving and shit. You know, don't cut off your nose to spite your face. Okay? So I understand, as I said in the beginning, that breaking up can feel like a death. I get it. You know, and I'll never love again like that. And I ain't never going to trust these hoes. I ain't never going to trust these niggas. And you over here listening to the city girls. Or you over here listening to motherfucking uh, Quavo. Or Future. No, Future, Future, Future. You over here listening to Future. You over here, you know, uh, uh, trying to uh, fuck on a scamming ass, rich ass nigga and all of this other stuff. You, you just hurting yourself, baby girl. You just hurting yourself, baby boy. Because that ain't what you want. You know that ain't what you want. You know you still crave vulnerability. You know you still crave having somebody in a relationship. You know that's what you still want. So why are you lying? And why are you t- are you picking up the baton that you felt from the hurt of this relationship and running your ass on the track of running you into destruction? Hmm? No. Stop giving up all of that fucking power. You will love again. Okay, and again, if you're really honest with your fucking self and you really realize that this person is not the him or the her for you, 
you broke up with this person so that you can love again the correct way with the correct person. So why are you released from this situation that is not for your greatest and your highest good? And now you're just going to shut down. So you don't connect with the person that's for your greatest and your highest good. What sense does that make? Make it make sense. Please go up to the board and show your fucking work. Because that don't make no goddamn sense. I'm not going to let no man, not Nan, Nan man, control, forecast, or dictate my fucking happiness. No man from my past is going to control, dictate, or whatever into the word here, the man who's really for me. No. No, 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 no. Why they all gone on, you know... Uh, doing they thing and they happy? No, 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 sir, no, sir, no, sir, no, sir. What sense does that make? And I'm over here just wallowing, you know, busting down honey buns and shit. I don't want to go anywhere, and I'm just gonna watch Snapped. And I'm what? Who? If you follow me, you'll see me on my motherfucking um Instagram getting my whole motherfucking life crop tops, two piece, one piece, three piece, five piece, all of that shit. Nine piece, eight ball, all of that shit. Living my motherfucking life. Not thinking about an ex. Not thinking about a nothing. Living my fucking life because this life was given to me to fucking live. All right? And I'm not going to let anybody dictate that shit. And I'm not going to be like, as many breakups that I fucking had, I had a very horrible fucking divorce. Now I'm telling y'all the motherfucking Disney version. You know? But this motherfucker uh, left kicking and fucking screaming. You know, and I was never like, I'm not going to, uh, no, no, I, who, no, I took, I think I took a year or two where I just spent time with my motherfucking self, healed myself because I understood that moving forward, it wouldn't be fair to whoever I ended up with to be bringing this motherfucking suitcase to his ass that didn't have his fucking name on it, you know, I, 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 or, and it wouldn't be fair to me not to split myself open be honest with myself and see what it was in me that attracted this certain type of individual because I didn't want to press reset again. I didn't want to date him again in another body with another man. So I did the work. You do the work. And you be optimistic that it will happen for you in the right capacity. You didn't got yourself away from this person. And now you talking about with your newfound freedom, you don't want to do it again. What sense does that make? <sighs> I'm sorry. Moving right along. So, again, look toward the future and don't look back, all right? Um, you may think that you'll never love again. And, you know, um, however, a great this sense of loss can open the door to a great possibility. When you find yourself at the end of a relationship, ask yourself this compelling question. What else is possible now that wasn't possible when we were together? Because even in the midst of a breakup, the end just might be the fucking beginning. Move forward to create your life. And if the relationship can be created again with that person you desire to be with, it will be created from a greater, deeper place and not the same old place that made you break up in the first place. A breakup, especially stemming from an unhealthy relationship or perhaps just one that wasn't meant to be, always leads to something greater. So let me ask you this. This is something to ponder. A lot of times when people are in relationships, they sometimes feel like they're stifled. 
They sometimes feel like they weren't able to be themselves. They were walking on eggshells and all of this other stuff. So when you get out of a breakup, ask yourself, what now can I do that I wasn't able to do in the first place? You know, what? Um, I dated a guy, um, right after, not right after, but the, the guy I dated after my divorce and, um, he was totally against, um, me getting higher education. Didn't want me to. He wanted me to be a stay. Oh, we get married. We have some kids. You stay home. You don't got to work. You know how I many women wish they were you? I'm, I'm, I'm paid. You ain't got to do that. Sweetheart, I was put on this earth to do more than pop out fucking babies. And, 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 and damn near 12 years later, after I had my first one, I only have one, you know, because I got fucking shit to do. I'm not one of those women who are like, Oh, I just want to have all these children. And that's not me. That's not me. You know, I think I don't romanticize children. I've told y'all that from day one, because I know what it is when the novelty of babyhood fucking wears off. I know what happens when they grow from cute little babies and the receiving blankets and the pacifiers and then they the fucking terrible twos thing one and thing two running around the motherfucking house fucking shit up and then you got to deal with um 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 five and six and when when they get into uh puberty and adolescence and adulthood and i know i know that side you know i mean my son is only 11 you know he, he he's cool but i've seen it and i got nieces and nephews and all that other shit and i got clients so I don't romanticize that shit. And I have ambitions just like the next man, you know? So when he and I broke up, ah, got my master's degree, uh, started my PhD program, you know? I, I, I didn't have to feel like I was walking around on eggshells. I dated another guy who felt like I was just too crass. I was just too, um, I wasn't ladylike. You know, and he would always tell me what wasn't becoming of a wife and what wasn't. And one day I had to tell him, and I've talked about this on my page. Nigga, I've been married before. Me. I've been somebody's. I've been wifed before. Okay? Somebody didn't put a fucking ring on it. Your ass ain't never been married before. And you fucking telling me what is becoming of motherfucking uh, 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 marriage material? No, what you need to figure out is what's wrong with you and your dick. That ain't nobody fucking snatched your ass up. How the fuck you gonna shame me into what a wife is and what a wife isn't? And I didn't been one before, you know? So once I kicked him to the motherfucking curb, I was, hmm. <laughs> and again, this is the young man from the retrograde who's trying to be in my life any and every fucking way possible. And I have gotten bigger and better from the shit that I fucking say and do. So think about that. Think about all of the things. Think about this newfound freedom and tap into yourself, empower yourself. I understand that, you know, um, we're no longer with this person, but you still got you. And I know I sound like somebody's big mama, but that's real. You still got you and you still got fucking life to make yourself better. You still got life to, to, to step your fucking game up. And when you step your fucking game up, you step up who the fuck you can fucking, uh, 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 end up with, you know, the person that I am today, you know, and the person that I was when I got a divorce, two totally different women, two totally different women, my taste in men and, and, and what I expected from men was different then than what it is now and what I command and, and, and I can mirror. Yes, this is what I demand for my mate. And it's also because I mirror it. I can give it to you. We got a lot of people out here that want all of this shit from, you know, mates and they ain't bringing shit to the table with a motherfucking appetite. So when you level up, 
when you level up, so does, I don't want to say your bargaining chip, you know, because I hate to make it sound like that, but that's just what the fuck it is. So level the fuck up. And then you want to look back a lot of times on a person that broke up with you, broke your heart and be like, what the fuck was I thinking in the first place? Uh He did me a favor or she did me a favor. Okay. So breaking up, it's hard to do sometimes, but sometimes it's necessary to break through. Okay, that's y'all y'all look quote, but it's my quote, but I'm saying it's a y'all, y'all look quote. So think about that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and close out um, because I'm trying to keep my stuff under an hour these days. So again, follow me on um, Instagram. My name is Nikki Stotts, N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. And I'm also on Facebook, too. A lot of y'all be like, oh, I wish I could share your stuff on Facebook, but I can't switch it over. So, yeah, I'm on Facebook, too, Nikki Stotts. Um, Twitter, Nikki Stotts. Uh, my sisterhood page, A Tribe Called Sis. On Instagram, check me out, at A Tribe Called Sis. Um, I have Therapy Thursdays. On Thursdays, you can check me out. I am available for life coaching, therapy, counseling, personal development. Get your shit together. I'm not motherfucking playing with you sessions. And you can book me on my website, www.aprilnicole.com. And that's A-P-R-I-L-N-I-C-H-O-L-E. Dot com. My store is Black Sauce Brand, and that's www.blacksaucebrand.com. The page is at Black Sauce Brand. Again, my events for my, my men and my women, I just want people to heal. I will be in D.C. on April the 27th and New York, May the 18th, and tickets for those can be purchased on my website, www.ijustwantpeopletoheal.org. Um, if you are looking for um, tutoring, especially for your children um, in math and science and other areas as well, especially STEM-focused programs, if you need help with um, entering college, SAT prep, um, ACT prep, we go all the way to post-grad. I have an enrichment center, and that's Black Sauce Enrichment Center. You can shoot us an email, Center at gmail.com. And the page on Instagram, we drop jewels there every day. Black Sauce Enrichment Center. Um, Remember to rate, review, and tell a friend just how dope you think my podcast is. I've missed y'all so much. I miss doing these every week, and I am back. Y'all have a great day. Y'all have a great week. Rest in peace to the God Nipsey Hustle, and I will see y'all next time, and I am out. Peace.